Now, it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. Here's your host, Seth Henniger. Man, what great music, Stephen. That was fantastic. Hey, we are back! We are in the seat on 88.5 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. And what makes each show so fantastic, I truly believe it's the people who are in this studio. And I'm so excited to introduce you to a new co-host with me today, my good friend Andrew Brock. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Just living the dream. That's right. Living. He's got a beard. It's strong. It's strong. It's beautiful. <laughs> Something I learned about my man over here and Stephen may relate. He loved VeggieTales like he had a son and they watched VeggieTales. But the fun part is he used to have a VeggieTales CD before his son. So, it, like, no excuse. <laughs> I've always been a VeggieTales music fan, man. They, yeah. They were underrated in the music department. Larry Boy, Stephen. I know, right? I know. <laughs> anyway, also in the studio, I say also, that's such an underrated, understated statement. He is the Willy Wonka of radio. He pushes the buttons, slides the sliders, and makes the Oompa Loompas appear. He is my friend, Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great day. Got a really good show lined up. Got a lot of fun videos, some amazing athletes. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. It really will be. We have a Douglas in the studio. They're going to be here. Actually, Andrew Brock is from that area. That's so, right. So what is in Douglas? Well, we have one red lot. <laughs> um, you yes! know, it, it's really, you know, we were proud when we got that. Come on, somebody. Um, we have a really good grocery store. Yeah. Uh, the Food Value, yes. also known as the Food Value. Come on. Um, run run by the mayor. Nice. Uh, and a uh, very, very good grocery store. Uh, we also have a good hardware store, Dollar General. Nice. And uh, I'm running out of things to say. Okay. <laughs> Which will bring me to something else that y'all probably have um, there. And we're going into that with... Meme of the week. Check this Memes out. Memes of the week. Hey, my first meme. I love this. I don't know if you've ever watched Peppa Pig. I'd like to tell you that I've never watched it and not laughed, but I have. And it's <laughs> funny. So, you live in Douglas, and I figured maybe this is how the puzzle may look right here. So, you got a picture of Peppa the Pig, and it says, 500-piece puzzle. Do you see that? I see that. What is under that 500-piece puzzle? Well, it, it looks like uh, uh, an unfinished sausage product <laughs> yes, of some sort. Yes. Peppa did not survive. It's a bad day. Anyway, 500-piece puzzle. <laughs> and uh, also in Douglas, he went to Piggly Wiggly, okay? <laughs> I'm just joking with the eggs. It's got what? Two and a half dozen eggs? That's like equivalent to a two-carat diamond ring right I now. I think so. I think so. I... I absolutely... You know, in Douglas, we got a lot of people who raise their own chickens. We're way ahead of the game right, right now. Right, right. Which I've seen some of the funniest raising chicken memes <laughs> ever in the last two weeks. But uh, And then there's this next one. I little shout out to uh, my administrative assistant and her parking abilities here at the church. <laughs> um, I pick on her, Elizabeth. But obviously... And it's, it's a picture of a car with buggy surrounding in this car. And it says, obviously, someone was very upset with the way this person parked. You know, I feel like yeah. if, if you're going to park that badly, you, you need, deserve it, you, right? You, well, and you need to have a good excuse. Like, you need to have either, like, a really, really nice <laughs> was car. was in a rush? <laughs> uh, a really nice car or yeah. a really big truck or something like that. This car's um, neither, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, the, the grocery carts, that was a lot of effort. Yeah. 
Yeah, somebody was real mad. Yeah. So, as the teenagers would say, big mad, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, and then, Andrew, I know you remember this. Oh, I remember. Okay, Andrew's got a year on me. He's a whole year older than me. And so, I know he, he grew up in the same time that me and Steven did. And so, it says, kids exploring ancient ruins. You want to explain what they're looking at? Well, of course, they're looking at a payphone. Uh, you know what I realized last year that made me feel really old? What is that? You know the classic Garth Brooks song, Calling Baton Rouge? Maybe. Yep. I o- do. Yeah, you know, Operator, Won't You Put Me On Through? These kids have no idea the context of that song. Right, you right, know, Some right, of them like Garth right. Brooks, which is good. You know, Garth Brooks is still really popular. And they may but, like you the know, song. You know, Operator, Won't You Put Me On Through? You know, and he's he's like, you know, talk to my girl just one more time. They have no idea because none of them have ever used a payphone. You know, the only thing that would have made what you just said better is if you had sang it. <laughs> I know Garth Brooks. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, and then this, I don't. Do you know who that is, Stephen? I always no look, idea. Okay, this guy looking kind of creepy. It says, "When you realize you're the same age as an old people." Oh yeah, yeah. I, I realized I, that uh, a couple years ago. I had this moment on the Varsity Radio Show uh, last time we had Arab in here, and I went to Arab. And I look at the girls and I say, hey, um, I graduated Arab, and they said, when? I said, 2004. They said, that's the year we were born. Oh, yeah. And then I had that moment. So (laughs) y'all are only confronted with it every now and then, occasionally. Right, right. But as a school teacher, I'm confronted with it every single day. Right. You know, I see the dates that these kids were born, and I'm just like, you know, and then I see my friend's kids walk through the door in high school. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm not not young anymore. Can't claim to be young. So, Andrew, when was that moment you realized you were old? When was the moment? Yeah. I really, I'll think back to a couple years ago when I was teaching up here at Marshall Tech. Yeah. And uh, it was the first time that one of my friends from school and their daughter comes through on an eighth grade tour and nice. walked into my classroom. Nice. And I thought, it, it's here. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally at the day Official. where I see Official. I see my friend's kids in my classroom. Nice. Stephen, when was that moment for you? Oh, man. I was a youth pastor. I was making reference to, it was a movie. Yeah. That I thought everybody should know. It was right? like Star Wars or something, and they Come had on. no clue. It was awful. There is no excuse, even for a, you young guns, not yeah. to have watched Star Wars. That's just say. a lack of education yes. right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That wasn't your fault, that's, Steven. That's a parental failure. You did your thing. I know, right? We believe in you. And there's this picture of Loki in the middle of the desert, and it says, My bed, after I ate some cookies in it, laying in the sand. Yeah. Have y'all ever had that experience? Um, one time and I learned my lesson. Never did again. Trying trying to teach my son that same lesson, you know, like don't don't bring the chips or the cookies into the bed. Right. It's a bad idea. It's <laughs> a bad idea. And I got, you know, a three and a five year old, sometimes they crawl up in the bed and, and when we don't want to get up, you know, when we want to be lazy for the moment, my wife gives them like Cheerios or something and somehow I come back that night. And find them everywhere. I'm like, what happened to my bed? Yeah, yeah. It's it's temporary joy, but it's not worth it. Right. Not worth it. Can I tell you about somewhere that's not temporary with the joy? And that's Charburger. They're the home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteak, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Never a disappointment. Never unsatisfying. That's the Charburger. And then B&B Video Games. Uh, we love this owner. 
Uh, he is fantastic. He has a video game, a retail store in the front. 80 style. Have you ever play, been to this place? 80 style I'm, arcade in the back. I've not been there. Now I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back. You don't even have to carry around a pocket full of change to play in that arcade. There's about 50 arcade games. You pay once, you play all day. It's really fun. That's awesome. And they got five games in there that were actually in the filming of Season 2 of Stranger Things. Wow. So, pretty cool. You can be a part of movie history, B&B video games. Andrew, have you done youth ministry? I, I, I have. haven't. Okay. Yes. So, Andrew, one of the funniest things about youth ministry, if, when you go to a big youth event, the random yelling out for absolutely no reason. It happens. Oh, it happens constantly. For no reason. Especially with like, you know, popular slogans. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. You'll hear a red robin, and then they'll just want somebody everybody, to say, yum. yum. Oh, and then you just everybody will just start clapping <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. These places, you know, I, I would say... If you're in Alabama, say, you'll inevitably hear a roll tide. Yeah. And they'll want to hear one back. And then you hear screaming out of, just for no reason. No reason at all. Yeah. I can't explain that phenomenon. It, it generally happens in lines or large rooms. As an FFA advisor, so we go to the National FFA Convention yeah. most years because yeah. we've had a lot of national recognition and things like that. No. And the same thing happens up there. Uh, when when everybody's waiting in line, then uh, you're going to hear some of that type of stuff. It's so funny, too. Yeah. Because you just... The things that you hear in those moments. I like it because, you know, sometimes... As adults, we can get real tense yeah. in those moments. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. waiting to get in and yeah. we're, you know, trying to keep a schedule and all that kind of stuff. And then you got this kid back here that's just, you know, trying to have fun. And it kind of, sometimes it helps me to just kind of chill a little bit and just remember, hey, we're up here to have fun. Yeah. One of my favorite things is the slow clap. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, where did that come from? What is <laughs> And I, you know, inevitably, you got the junior high kid. I got one in my youth group. It's so funny. I'm not going to name names, but he, he he comes up with a gimmick every time. I really think it's to impress girls. Oh, yeah. I, well, you know, I hope I'm so. I'm like, where did you come up with that? Um, And I love it. Honestly, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So. The FCA Moment of the Week. And we have with us our very own... A good friend of mine. We're becoming better friends. Carter, the man Duncan. He's got a strong beard. He's super cool. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Doing well. How about y'all? Man, I am good. Yeah, I have a, a little bit of a, a hiking day yesterday. Get out in the woods some, which always refreshes me. And now hitting the ground running, getting a good week going. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm feeling good today. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose or did somebody make you do that? I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. I'm one of these crazy people that likes to, to, to wander through the woods. I like it. As long as you don't get lost, it's okay. That's right. <laughs> well, we, 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 we thought we were lost at one point. We were a little bit off trail, um, trying to follow some very vague directions from someone who we've never met. So that, that might not have been the best idea. But we, we got to where we were going, so we ended up being all right. But did you live? I guess is <laughs> yes. I, I, that's that's the ultimate victory every yes. time. You know, is, if you make it out, yeah, you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Carter, tell us what's going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Now we just get wrapped up this weekend. We had an amazing coach and spouse retreat up in Huntsville. So we had coaches from all over. Um, them and their wives, or, or the you know, coaches bringing in uh, their husbands too. Um, some of the female coaches we had. It was an amazing weekend. Uh, they got to spend time together. They got to take a, a time out from from their sports and their school and. 
uh, all the craziness of life have really got focused on each other and fall deeper and deeper in love. And that was our, our goal <laughs> is to give them an opportunity to focus on each other. Um, because coaches do so much for, for the students and for the schools that they're at, you know, where they're pouring out constantly a weekend where they can be recharged and refreshed was uh, really good for a lot of them. And it was weird for me because I, I was the only guy in the room who wasn't married and everyone else was in there talking about their, their marriages and like where they're, what they're doing. And so for me, it was like an internship where I was like, I got to see a little window of, of that right now. <laughs> and then Carter, I hope you took notes. For later. <laughs> I, I did. I, I did actually. I, Good. I, I had my notes up and I was, I was tracking along trying to lock some stuff away, you know? Yeah. But it was, it was great. Oh yeah. What's next? What's next? February 5th. Is, this is, this is our next thing that I'm excited about. We have our SCA summer internship interest meeting. So nice. high schoolers who want to intern with us, college students want to intern with us. February 5th, that's your day. That's when you got to be there. You got to get signed up and get all the information you need to make the summer amazing. Uh, we already have a really good team. We've been doing interviews trying to lock down our summer staff, and I'm pretty sure we've locked it down uh, almost entirely, if not entirely. Uh, we know it's going to be a great summer, but February 5th is the day when the high schoolers come together, uh, and they get to be a big part of the summer. They get to go serve at camps all over Northeast Alabama. They get poured into, they get to grow, they get to learn how to share the gospel wherever they go, and I'm, I'm jacked up about it. So it's a parent-student interest meeting. So parents, you got kids that want to come out, be part of FCA, sign them up, drag them, even if they don't want it right now. I like that, drag We can em. make them want it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if you can get them there, we can, give them, we can let them know what it's all about. Carter, that was the most motivational speech I've ever heard. Drag your kids, make them come. I make like it. I like yes, it. Hey, look, we'll, we'll take them any way we can get them. If we'll, they want to be there, they have to be there. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make them like it. <laughs> they, Carter. The, the gospel's true no matter how the years who are hearing it hear that. There you know? it is. Look at you. Carter, you're fantastic. Oh, yeah. You you have been a gift to this show uh, and in my life lately, and I just, man, I appreciate that. Thank you for that humor. That was great. Well, I, I look, I, I do what I can. So where where can everybody find more about you? Where where tell them that? Tell everybody where they can find so you that's on social media. NorthAlabamaFCA.com or Instagram and Facebook Northeast Alabama FCA. Uh, you can N E A L underscore FCA uh, on Instagram and then. Facebook, just look us up. We'll, we'll be at the top of the list there. Awesome. Well, Carter, it has been a joy to have you. So thank you so much for calling. I thank you all so much for, for letting me call. Talk to you later, Carter. Yes, sir. Talk to you all soon. Hey, since you are a teacher, I want to get your take on chat GPT. I know everybody's <laughs> talking about it. How yeah. are you dealing with this AI robot that is going to like do everybody's homework? So... Let me give you a non-serious answer. Okay. I'm just glad when people will put forth the effort to go that far. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, I you know, I, I want them to, to do something. I, if our students are, are creative enough and, and uh, smart enough to figure out how to use that and, and get it done, yeah. then, hey, they got it done. Right. Um, no, but seriously, I think uh, AI and, uh, you know, the advanced technology that we're dealing with now moving mm-hmm. forward, it's just going to be a part of, of what we do. Yeah. Um, and if there's ways to, to take advantage of it to make education better, I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just have to figure out a way to, to challenge our students in other ways. Uh, but what I like to see is effort. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just want to see. I just want to see the students figure it out and I remember put forth the effort. When I was a kid, um, of course, the teachers always said, you can't bring a calculator to math class. You're not going to ah! have a calculator in everyday life, in the they real lied. world. And now everybody has one. Liars. And I remember Windows watches with the digital uh, like display. 
and those yeah. little buttons you could press. It had a calculator built in. It was awesome, right? I remember that. I remember and finally, those. they said, okay, we need you to buy a calculator and bring it to school. And of course, they had to pick the most expensive one, that Texas Instrument Scientific yes. Graphing Calculator. That's yes. right. Everybody it had spelled, a really good racing game on it. Everybody spelled things like <laughs> <it>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think this is going to turn into that. I think that um, I've, I've been noticing a lot of teachers... Some school districts are completely nixing any kind of access to chat GPT. And then you have some that are starting to embrace it. And some teachers saying, hey, we can get creative with this. I even saw one teacher who's using it to help her with her lesson plans. So it could make life a little easier for teachers. That, that's what we've been having to do for years in education is yeah. just kind of we have to learn technology and we have to learn to incorporate technology yeah. and uh, let it make us better. Right. And uh, because it's just something you have to deal with. Yep. No way around it. Thanks for your take on that, because I've been dying to ask a teacher what they think. The Clutch Moment. Today is the beginning. Is is We're starting the year off. We're a few weeks into January of 2023. And I want to talk to you about reflect. Three words. Throw away and move forward. I don't know about you. When I look into a fire... Looking into fire for me is very much like looking into a mirror. Uh, and so when I look into a mirror or a fire, it's about the same. It makes me think internally about who I am, what I value, what I'm going through in the moment. And today, I, I want us all to reflect, throw away, and to move forward. So what does that mean? Let's, let's talk about that. First, I want to talk about reflecting. I think all of us need to reflect on our life. And 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. I've noticed this, Andrew. The closer I get to God, the more I become like God. Right? Not that I'll be God, but I become more Christ-like. In other words, the closer I get to God, the more I think like He does, the more I do things like He does. So what is, why is it so important that we consistently reflect on our lives? Why do you think we should? Well, you know, it's, it's right there in the Scripture, and I, I was kind of reading reading a little bit about this and putting it into context, but um, really I think one of the most important parts of self-reflection is reflecting on ourselves through scripture um, and reflecting on ourselves in light of Christ Um, you know I've heard it said that the Bible and God's holy word is really a mirror for the soul Mm. Um, and so if we if we reflect not just looking at our lives and selfishly how can I improve what what can I make better but reflect through the lens of God's word, yeah, and and let it show us the places that we need to improve, and let it show us uh, how to get stronger, um, let it feed our soul, and so that our spirit grows within us, um, and then reflecting, you know, just with the person of Christ, yeah, and you know, like you said, how can I be more Christ-like yeah. um, in my everyday life? Then that's that's where we really start to make progress in our life, and that's where self-reflection becomes a a powerful tool when we put it through that lens yeah which takes us to the next step once we do reflect it's throwing away right 
In Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Uh, I, I look at it like this. You may have a world-class athlete, uh, and they line up to race against me but if I give them a hundred pound weight and I race against them what's gonna happen what do you think you think I got a chance you, you might have a chance at that point right <laughs> why because but they're way down they're right? way down yeah they're in that moment where it's so heavy where it's so and and, and what they're carrying keeps them from outrunning me right and then, and then another thing put a lot of obstacles in their way right you know? Right. So why do we need to remove certain things from our lives consistently? Um, well, you know, uh, Hebrews is, is a great book. We've actually been studying Hebrews on Wednesday nights at my church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you get to chapter 12, it's kind of putting it all together. And, uh, you know, we, we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, all these, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. And I, yeah. feel, I feel that way in my own life. I could not be the person that I am. If it weren't for so many mentors and you know family members, I've been blessed with so many good people and great Christian men and women in my life that have helped me become the person that I am today. And so we're 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 surrounded and built up by all of that. Yeah. And so we've got to we've got to put aside everything that would hold us back. And so sin is part of that equation. We put aside that sin, but also uh, all the other things that distract us in this world and we, we put aside those things chapter 11 of hebrews is all about faith yeah that we put our faith completely in christ just as you know it's the hall of faith in chapter 11 all Love these that scripture. great great men in, in the bible and, and women in the bible who put their faith in christ and they were uh, you know solely seeking after him and then you know verse two there it goes on it says fixing our eyes on jesus the author and perfecter of our faith yeah um you know and so that's that's what we've got to do we cast aside all those things, whether it be the sin that holds us back, whether it be tradition that holds us back, whether it be our own fears yeah. of, of what it would cost us if we really sell out to the Lord, if we really go all in, and then we just run with our eyes fixed on Jesus, yeah, um, not looking at anything else, but really 100% fixed on Jesus. That's the only way. That's good. That's good, which moves us to our last point, right? We're going to reflect. Then we start to throw away the things that need to go. Then we need to move forward, right? Philippians three thirteen through 14 says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to re reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. So last but not least, the last thing I want to say, why is it important? That we focus more on our future than we do our past. Well, there's nothing we can do to change our past. Not a thing. I think is the one of the most important points there. But this is actually not this scripture in particular, but this same point was part of my sermon two weeks ago. You know, I got to preach on New Year's Day. Nice. Um, we don't get to do that very often, no. but you know, <laughs> it, it fell on uh, Sunday. Fell on New Year's Sunday morning, um, and so I preached a, a new person that morning. 
um, uh, out of Second uh, Corinthians chapter five. Yeah. Um, and that was one of my points: is is we've got to let the past be the past, for good or for bad. Yeah. You know, I've, I've known as many people, or probably close to as many people, who are held back by the good in their past. That's that'll preach. Um, <laughs> because, you know, a lot of people they, we've done a lot of good things in our past, and we can kind of rest on that. Yeah. And say, well, you know, I don't. I don't need to do this anymore because I've done this. I've served my time. I've been a Sunday school teacher before. I've been a youth worker before. I've done this. I've done that. If God still has you here, then God still has a purpose for you. That's right. So you can't let that past hold you back from what God has for you in the present and in the future, good or bad. And then I've known people, too, that are held back by their past you know, sin, sin and, and, yeah. and held yeah. back by their past shame, too. That's true. Um, because, you know, like, well— if if they see me, they know what I've done. Yeah, they know who I was. You know, and and you'll see that negativity start to come in. But you could also you also see that as a great opportunity to be a testimony for God's transforming power in a person's life. When you first walk up there, when you first volunteer, when you first step out, they might question. Yeah. But when they really see the power of God in your life. They're going to know God has changed this person. That's good. And that's a much more powerful testimony than, uh, than, than anything else that we could give. Um, so good. And, and so we can't let our past hold us back because there's nothing we can do to change it. That's right. The only thing that we can do is really move forward and right. seeking after Christ. That's right. That's good. Hey, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to move forward, but we hope this year that you will constantly reflect, throw away, and move forward. God, we thank you for this moment. God, we thank you for this opportunity, God, that you give us to reflect on our lives, to throw away the things that hold us back, and to move forward into the future and the destiny that you have for us. Be with us as we go on through this week, and through our year this year, God, help us to be people who move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. The Varsity Athlete Interview. We're so excited to have Kaysen Wells and Kevin Spears here from the Douglas Eagles. How are you two guys? We're good. Pretty good. Living the dream? <laughs> yes, sir. How's it going? It's going Pretty. good. Have y'all started practice yet? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. Sir. Just the running or all of it? Uh, pretty much all of it. All of it. So when's the season start? Uh, first game is February 16th. Oh, you are starting. You you're getting going. So, what is your favorite part of practice? Uh, I had to say fielding. fielding, fielding, throwing, throwing, fielding. So, what position do you play? Pitcher and shortstop. 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 Okay. So, sorry, that was me. Uh, and so in, in that, how long have y'all been playing baseball? Ever since I was able to. Yeah, pretty much. I I I, I had countless. I don't know. You had you got to count. I mean, I really don't know. Okay, that's cool. So um, you have been playing baseball for a long time. Uh, this is both your sophomore years. Is, is that correct? I thought I saw that there. And so, what's been your favorite year so far? Probably last year. I probably say freshman year. Freshman year. Yes, sir. What was special about that? I felt more free. Yeah, got the feeling for it. Got a feeling for it. More free. I like yes, that. Andrew? Yeah, uh, so my question is, um, what do you guys think about the new coach? Mm. We, no. got a, we got a brand new coach at Douglas, Coach Redman. I, I like Coach have, Redman. Yeah. We're going to have a successful year this year. Mm -hmm. I feel like it. I have to agree. You know, I was really impressed with him. Uh, 
especially back during homecoming week you know he was kind of the new guy on campus and he was right there in the middle of everything you know dancing having a good time and uh really getting into the school spirit and everything that really impressed me Uh, so i'm looking forward to big things from baseball this year sir my my question was was andrew dancing i don't dance dance. come on andrew it's it's against the church covenant okay (laughs) yeah 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 nice excuse uh anyway uh what is what is it that you like the most about baseball what's what's your favorite thing about playing baseball i i think it's just like the bond with the teammates and stuff okay bonding with the teammates feels like family how does it feel like family? What's we just all seem so close. Have somebody to count on. Yeah. Somebody. What kind of things do you do to create that family atmosphere? Pretty much have each other's backs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do y'all outside of practice because I know you got a lot of practice outside of practice. What kinds of things do you do to bond as a team? What kind of things do you do to make your team different? Usually hang out on the weekends. We'll go have some BP somewhere at Five Star or anything like that. Usually go try to eat somewhere and yeah. have some BP or anything. That's awesome. That's fun. Andrew? Yeah, yeah so I got I got different questions for each one of you. So I'm going to ask Kaysen first. Um, so your dad, Brian Walls, is the new, uh, new fire chief down here in Gunnersville. What's that like, being the fire chief's son? <laughs> I mean, local celebrity now. i hear it a lot now it's like your dad's the chief your dad's the chief yeah it's getting kind of normal now yeah. after i heard it so much but it's pretty cool yeah and then i got one for kevin too so uh kevin is a a big notre dame fan i don't know if he oh, put yeah. that on his paper but he's a huge notre dame fan i'll see and, that and so uh so my question is just why i'm with that <laughs> why when did that come i mean just my family my grandma was up there from there. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes a little more sense now. I've been trying to get him out of it, but <laughs> my my wife's my wife's grand grandfather, the first year I met him, he was a huge Notre Dame fan, and this is right before Alabama played him in the national championship, and he oh, said, yeah. "I tell you what, I bet you a dollar that Notre Dame beats Alabama." <laughs> All right. That's something that I would say. <laughs> Alabama, you remember, ran over them. And I, I swear, he sent me in the mail. He sent a dollar, but he had the score in the game. Put on the on the dollar. Oh I thought God. it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's but, great. You got to frame that one. Yeah, I thought that was neat. He I, I got to give, give Kevin credit, though. I mean, you know, it's not easy being a Notre Dame fan it's really not in, right. in Alabama. And so I, I'm I'm proud of him. Like he, he sticks with it, you know. You got to – you got to be a fan of your team, you know, in the yeah. good times and the bad times, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I I can respect that. So Kevin Kaysen, uh one one thing I like to know about athletes is this: uh, before the game, you get a lot of nerves. You go you yes, go sir. through the yes, emotions, sir. the stuff. You just want to get on the field. To be honest, it'd be nice if you could just wake up and be there. But in high school, you generally don't have that option. You got to go through the school. To, so how do you deal? With your emotions, how do you how do you deal with the nerves before a game? I usually just get in a quiet room, listen to some music, get my head straight. Kind of your pregame strategy. Mm-hmm. Just try to relax. Okay. Don't, don't get like worried about everything. Just sit back and listen to some music. So, what kind of things are you listening to during that? Uh, usually some pump up music. Pump up. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Yeah. You too. Yes, sir. 
Love that moment. So, at what point did the nerves seem to go away? Probably about third inning. <laughs> third inning. Yeah. yeah. Once it so, it's holding on tight for those first two. Yes, sir. Why do you think it holds that long? I don't know. It's just so much, so much adrenaline coming kicking in. Yes, sir. Because, like, you got to get that first at bat over with, first in the field, yeah. make the first throw. And then you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. After you get the feel for it. Woo! I survived. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of which, I know uh, you may not like to say this, but you have a game that's usually circled on your calendar, one that means a little bit more. It means it, it feels a little different. It fits a little different. What is that game for you, and why do you care so much? Like if you could beat one team every year, what's that team? I'd say Gunners for Boaz. Yeah, Boaz, definitely. <clears throat> How is that? Why is that so important to you? It's just in all sports, it's competitive back and forth. Big and- rival- rivalry. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you call it. Have, big rival. Mm-hmm. Have y'all done that before? Uh, been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. I wasn't insulted. I'm just asking. And so, <laughs> what, uh, somebody, Aaron Spears, go Irish. Uh, <laughs> 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 Corey, you got fans. Yes, you sir. Anyway. That's right. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, that, that game looks really good to you. Also, what is your reasonable or what's your expectation for you this year, this team? What do you, what would be a win for you, a successful season in your mind? What does that look like? Probably to break even, have a winning record, win county, and get a better. Have a winning season. Okay. Now, Andrew, I'm about to let you go, but before I do, what? tell me about a game that you had last year that you'll never forget. It may have been a win, it may have been a loss, but one that just really stood out to you. Probably a county tournament versus DER. Okay. It, was, it was like the winning championship game. It was pouring down rain. Everybody's mm-hmm. ready to leave, but it was like the main game that we really needed to win. How was that game? It was pretty good. Yeah. Back and forth? Or? Yeah. 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 Love it. So, how, what was that game for you? Uh, I didn't play last year. So. Okay. <laughs> Andrew? Well, you know, my question is, uh, well, you guys have got to, to high school kind of at just the right time. You know, there's there's a there's a revival, so to speak, of Douglas athletics right now, um, really across all sports on our campus. Um, you know, our basketball team has always been pretty good, but we've had a couple of really good years. Um, and uh, this year included, they, uh, Coach Ball's got them rolling. They're doing really good. Our football team uh, winning seasons for two years in a row, first time in school history. Wow! And I know that you guys have both been a part of that. Yes. And so, kind of, what's it been like to uh, to be a part of that revival of Douglas Athletics and to to try to change the culture and the mindset of uh, of athletics on our campus? It's pretty special. You mean nobody can really say that they can do that? Mm-hmm. Thing because like that's once in a lifetime opportunity to go back to back seasons in football that's never done before. So. Absolutely, and, and I think it's you know it's a big deal if, if if we can just keep that ball rolling you know and because um, I we a lot of us in the community have said it for years is um, it, it's a mentality and a culture you know and and uh, I've been so proud to watch you guys and and your teammates to just you know take that head on and say. We're going to change that mentality. We're we're not little old Douglas, um, and this is you know you may beat us, but we're not going to be an easy out on your schedule. You can't just count this one as a win at the beginning of the year and take it for granted. 
um, and and you guys have been a big part of that, and I'm I'm proud of you for it. Thank yes, you. Yeah. So in saying that, uh, a lot of why that's changed, I think uh, you would say this, Coach. I mean, Andrew, you something you would say is these coaches have helped change this culture. Coach Laws, big deal. Yes, sir, big yes, deal sir. in Douglas. Uh, I'm sure Redmond's going to be that. But uh, when I say their names, so I, I'll say Coach Law's name. Tell me something that comes to your mind that you think of, and maybe a statement or something that leadership. he says leadership. Yeah. What stands out about him? What makes him so special? I mean, just the way he talks to us before games and practice and all that. Just makes us get in a mood. Yeah, inspirational. Mm-hmm. How about Coach uh, Redmond? Tell me about him. We've only had, like, probably, say, five practices with him. We're still getting to know him, but he seems pretty cool. Yes, sir. He looks like very interested in us as a baseball team coming all the way from Huntsville. Wow. That's exciting. Yes, sir. It's awesome. So hopefully y'all will improve. Hey, guys, we are back with Kaysen Wells and Kevin Spears, and I actually got some questions from their family, which I asked for, and they were awesome. And so Cherry is Sherry Fontaine. Says, Kevin, tell them about playing 7-on-7 in negative 10 and chill last year. Oh, man, that was that was something. I'll never forget that. Tell that us was, about it. It was cold. There was still ice on the field from that. Ice on the field? Ice, uh, like ice balls. Woo, where was this? <sighs> it was in Tennessee somewhere. Man. It was cold. Were you playing receiver? I was playing linebacker. Oh, I was about to say, it'd be hard to catch a ball, especially yeah, one hurt. coming in fast. That I couldn't cold. catch it. Whew. Did y'all win? Uh, I don't really remember. That, I think we did one. That would hurt. That would it hurt. Hurts. How okay. does the tackle feel when it's that cold? Well, we don't tackle on 7-on-7. Seven seven. Oh, okay. You just That's do right. two-hand right. tag. That's right. Mm. It hurt to tag him. <laughs> so Aaron Spears asked ask him, ask him about the elevator. At the Chattanooga oh, baseball oh. game. I was there for that, too. <laughs> Gosh. Well, me, Xander, and Brock were in the elevator. We just got there, too. And Brock looks at me and says, we're going to jump on three. I said, okay. So he goes, <laughs> one, two, three. And I jump, and we get stuck in the elevator. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you explain that? Uh, well, Coach wasn't too happy about it. But His mom wasn't happy either. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> See, oh, what had know, happened yeah. was... Yeah, basically. We had to call the fire and rescue team. Yeah? It was bad. How long were you stuck in this elevator? Because that's like a lot of people's like paranoid... Probably like an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, wow. It was a long time. What does one do in a stuck elevator for an hour and 10 minutes? Uh, <laughs> well, we was all debating what we were going to do if it falls. <laughs> oh, so y'all were, y'all were real scared. Yeah, we was. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> You were in Cartersville, Georgia, by the way. Georgia. It was like someone dumped sonic ice in Cartersville, Georgia. Yes. yes. So that's that's what the people said. So <laughs> anyway, let's talk about embarrassing moments. Okay. Getting stuck in an elevator. That's pretty embarrassing. That's up there. But why stop there? So, Kaysen, you hadn't talked in a while. So... <laughs> Let's talk about one of the most embarrassing things that's happened to you in sports or on the field or in the practice, on the bus. Tell us something we can laugh about. I don't know. Most embarrassing, like just in basketball, going down, wide open layup, just 
banging it off the backboard and just in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then hard to recover. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Probably having a wide open touchdown and then falling or fumbling or doing something. Yeah. To mess it up. Man, the turf hard. monster. <laughs> They exist. Yeah. Yeah. I've been tempted to call it out on the mic, you know, tripped up by the turf monster, but I always try to. Nobody would blame you if you did. (laughs) Uh, Nobody. (laughs) So, okay, my friend uh, Kevin, talk to us about embarrassing moments, (laughs) funny moments. And then uh, your family has been so awesome, so we're going to ask another one after that. So. I mean, I really don't know. Sometimes I'll trip because I'm pigeon-toed. <laughs> so yeah. I'll trip sometimes. Yeah? I'll be running the ball and I'll trip. I don't mean it, but... <laughs> Struggle's real. Turf yes. Monster. The Turf Monster, Part man. two. Um. Okay, how about this from Wesley? Wesley Murphy. Ask uh, him about <laughs> Notre Dame and playing ball up there. That was That was very interesting and very fun. Explain I will definitely that. be back. Tell us about it. It was that. just the atmosphere there. It was just crazy. Like I ain't never been up there. I mean I mean I've been to one Notre Dame game up there. And yeah. I went to a camp this summer for it. I'm probably going I'm going back next year. It was just At the, Notre Dame. Yes, sir. Football camp? Yes, sir. Was it fun? Very. It was just the atmosphere there. Everyone was so nice. Did you get to meet meet some of the coaches? Uh Marcus Freeman and one of the outside linebacker coaches. Okay, awesome. Was it a lot of fun though? Tell us about that experience. It was very. It was. I mean, being out there. I mean, I had nobody to go to. I didn't know anybody there, but I still had a great time out there on the field. You got your offer in the mail yet? Not yet. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> He's going to keep it's showing coming. up to those camps. It's coming. I will. That's exciting. What would you like to do? Play? I mean, play at Notre Dame? I would love that. Baseball or football? Well, I mean, there was always Rudy. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right. <laughs> if Rudy can do it, anyone can do it. Rudy, yeah. Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> uh, Kason. So, I don't have any funny stories on you at this point. Oh, so that's good. That's good. <laughs> Not yet. I'm waiting. They they haven't topped them in yet. But anyway, I, I uh, got a question for Kason. Yeah, go ahead, please. Kason and and the Walls family. Has kind of got you've got several athletes in the in the family, and you're the youngest, right? Yes, sir. So what's what's that kind of like being the being the baby brother, and uh, you know everybody coming through before you, and and you kind of you kind of got some expectations when when the coach sees your name on the roster. Yes, sir. It's always a like uh, who's the better athlete in the family. We're always a competing back and forth. Who's better at this? Who can do this? Who can throw this farther? It's always something. Who's the best, Kason? Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like the competition has made you better? Probably. Kind of the sibling rivalry. <laughs> there ain't no break at all from yeah. having siblings. Yeah. I feel I feel like uh you have to be tough young yeah. <laughs> uh with those siblings. Mm-hmm. So uh two things. Sherry Fontaine, she's uh, spilling the tea. I like that <laughs> shit. All this uh. Uh, Kevin played ball with a big-time UNC commit also. He's next level and won't brag, but he's a ball hawk at DB. Jordan Louie? Huh? Jordan? Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. And then Sherry Fon- And Kaysen is quite the quarterback. Uh, he won't admit it, though. Uh, so. <laughs> We're going to need you this year. He's a dual-threat quarterback. Really? He runs the ball Running. pretty well. Yeah. He's, he's a strong runner. Got that height and size. Not right there. not as not as shifty as, as some, but <laughs> but definitely a strong runner. Not as shifty as Eli. Eli, he's Eli's really 
that's the thing. He's tough to catch because mm-hmm. he's he's real shifty. But but Kaysen runs the ball really strong. Aaron Spears asked Kaysen how the AB electric shock felt. What? Oh, the AB electric shock. Oh, mm, that was rough. So <laughs> tell us about that. What does that mean? So Kevin and his mom come over and they got this ab thing supposed to give you abs and a week or so you put this thing on press the button there you go uh-uh it it felt weird it <laughs> they matched the button i was like all right that's good and then it it was rough kind of like a tens unit really yeah it what kind of like a tens unit yeah like it just like i don't even know I does it hurt it. i mean it didn't hurt it just felt different and weird yeah. so did you wake up with abs the next no <laughs> not at all he made it one day <laughs> to be fair yeah it didn't work at all. Didn't work at all. Mm-mm. Do you use it? I haven't used it lately. Okay. <laughs> After that one night. Have you used know. it for a week? No. No. <laughs> a day. A day. So none of us can really tell whether it works or not. Uh-oh. We need to try it out. <laughs> <laughs> live on the show. If you can live survive the whole show with it on, you're something special. Uh, <laughs> next, next time you have uh, Drew on here, just... Just have him try it out. Try it out. That'd be a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's funny. Uh, Anyway, okay, guys. Well, I have really enjoyed having you on here. Let me ask you one more question. Well, two. And then we'll move forward. Who is your greatest inspiration in life? And why? Probably my dad and my pastor. Tell me about that. My dad, because he's always been there for me and always somebody to count on and a big, like, role model in my life. That's awesome. My pastor, because... He's like somebody that inspires me a lot, and through everything, he'll always be there. So good. I'd probably say my dad and my grandpa. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, my dad's been there since day one. He's, he's like, put up with me when I'm younger. He still puts up with me. My grandpa pretty much just taught me everything. My dad, I mean, I've heard or learned some mechanic stuff in the shop with him when he's working on cars and trucks and all that. Yeah. My, my grandpa taught me how to basically drive a boat and all that. But basically, yeah, everybody inspiration. That's so good. Uh, and then last thing, what are your, you know, I know you're sophomores. I kind of see where you're going. Uh, what would you like if everything could go perfect the next two years? What do you want to happen? College aspirations. What's next for you guys? To get my first offer for baseball and to get looked at by more colleges. Yeah. What he said, I'll probably go to more camps, get more offers, get my name out there, really. Notre Dame. Yes, sir. I like it. I hope it happens for you. Thank you. I love it. You too. (laughs) So, guys, we've enjoyed having you. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Thank you. Go Douglas Eagles. And uh, you guys are great. Thank Thank you. you, All right, last question, last question. (laughs) Yeah. You guys, how are grades? Grades good? Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Okay, good. I came across... I got report cards today. Oh, they did. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson, have you heard of this guy? He's like an astrophysicist, really yeah. smart guy. Mm-hmm. This is what he had to I say about Andrew has. being so smart. You'll probably know him when you see him. There are people who get high grades. These are the people who pay attention in class, and all their homeworks are handed in on time, and they might become valedictorian. And, However, if you look at the biggest shakers and movers in society in practically any field, 
None of them were valedictorians. Mm. The most, if you've read a lot of business, but you know CEOs were never mm-hmm. the top of their class, mm-hmm. or entrepreneurs were never the top of their class. They were too distracted by other thoughts and ideas. And, and look at Richard Branson, who his headmaster said, you'll either be in prison or be a millionaire. That's right. And he ended up a billionaire. That's okay? right. <laughs> because he was not following yep. these educational rules about what would enable a teacher to judge that you will go far. I felt this one in my soul simply because I tried my hardest to make top 10 in my class. Yeah. I was number 11. Uh, number Steven! Uh, I know, 11. right? They yeah. made you look at it on the outside. Oh, it was awful. It was terrible. Anyway, hey, let's do some freestyle. The Varsity Freestyle. That lets you know it's your time to win a five-person all-day pasta B&B video games. And we're so excited to get to talk to you on the phone. All you got to do is answer a question. Call in, answer a question. You'll get two more. You're going to make it through. We're like phone a friend, and we have the answer. So come on. Give us a phone call. Here's question number one. How many, how many states are in the United States of America? How many states? Or in the United States of America. I believe in you. Give us a call. Want to win? Call us now at 256-505-0885. All right, we have Caden on the phone. He's going to answer this question because he's brilliant. He's brilliant. This is not a trick question, Caden. How many states are in the United States of America? Uh, 50. You got it. <laughs> All right. Now we just watched some so dog videos. I know. Thank yeah. God. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what is the most common training command taught to a dog when you tell a dog to? Yeah. Yes. You got it. Okay. It's a little harder, but I think you're a really smart guy. What does snake smell with? What body part does snake smell with? It is not their Uh-oh. nose. Huh? Tongue. You got it, man. I didn't even have to help you. So I tell you what, if you'll stay on the line, Steven's going to tell you how you're going to get this five-person all-day pass to B&B video games. Thanks for calling in, man. I taught him all that stuff. Now, sports analyst Greg Glasscock. Greg! <laughs> hey! You knew I had to wait. Well, I got oh, yeah, to build anticipation. You're fantastic, man. I think you are. How are you, Greg? Oh, doing great. On my way to Sneed State right now to see some of the tournament tonight. So, yeah, things are going good. Nice. So, you're in your sweet spot. Yes. Living your best life. So, Greg, tell us what went down last week. You told us you would shape things up for us. Yeah, uh, most teams finished area play uh, last week. Um, Of course, Douglas has wrapped up their area, so congratulations to them. I know you got some Eagles in the house today. I do. They're excited to be here. (laughs) Go Eagles. They. So they've got, so they've got the number one seed for the boys, and um, over on the cross area, um, 
I think the last time we spoke, I was on my way to the Gunnersville game, or either it was the next day, all these days, I get all crossed up on what's when, but uh, they lost a tough one at home to Scottsboro, which Scottsboro in person is one of the best teams I've seen all year, so um, that kind of opened the door up a little bit now, so if Scottsboro wins out, then uh, it would be a coin toss between Gunnersville and Scottsboro for the winner of that area, which I've never understood the coin toss. You would wow. think to decide an area champion, there would be a better way to figure sure. out other than toss a coin, but whatever. So We, we lose the coin anyway, toss every might, time. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to some folks that they always win it or they always lose it. So I don't know if it's a rigged coin or or what the case is. But it's a two-headed uh, coin. <laughs> that that might be what it is. Yeah, you don't stand a chance of winning. So uh, I guess we'll see when it comes down to that. Um, as far as county tournament goes, it got underway yesterday. Um, as far as varsity goes, and. Um, Matter of fact, uh, Douglas's girls won yesterday. I wasn't there, but I uh, heard they had a big win yesterday. And uh, last night, uh, Gunnersville's girls won pretty big over Brindley Mountain, which that was expected. So uh, Gunnersville and Douglas will uh, face off against each other in the semifinals of girls. Wow. Meanwhile, as far as the guys go, uh, Gunnersville's guys have their first game tonight against Asbury. And here in just a little bit, a game that I'm very interested in seeing, uh, Arab and Albertville are playing, which I think that should be a good one. Yeah. And then um, last night, uh, Douglas's boys also got a big win. They defeated Brindley Mountain, and then in a little bit of a surprise, I thought it'd be a close game, uh, D.A.R. beat Boaz. Wow. So Douglas and D.A.R. will play Thursday in the semifinal for the boys. So, uh, And then the finals for everything will be Saturday. Um, they'll have finals all day, starting with the ninth grade and JV, and the nightcap will be the two, the two varsity finals. So... Uh, Full week of basketball over at Sneed State. Yeah. Staying busy. Yeah, yeah, things are good. Hey, anytime basketball's going on, life is real good. <laughs> then then we go into the state tournament? Well, then after, you know, we figure out uh, who's hosting area and all that fun stuff, you have the area tournaments. Then when the area finishes up, you will have uh, the, the sub-regionals which the area winner and the area runner-up are both involved with those. And um, then after that, uh, then you go to the regionals and then the state tournament uh, in Birmingham. So you have several different divisions. You start out with area, then you go to sub-regionals, and sub-regionals is where it starts a winner go home. Yeah. Uh, you got to win your sub-regional to advance to wherever your regional is. I know most of the teams in these parts go to Jacksonville State. And yeah. Of course, you got to win your regional to make the final four uh, down in Birmingham. But the way the sub-regionals actually work, for those that aren't overly familiar with it, is you've got crossover areas, and you've got one area's winner playing the other 
areas runner-up and vice versa. So, uh, like Gunnersville and Douglas, their areas cross each other. So, uh, for instance, let's just say um, the winner of the Douglas area, Douglas wins at their hosting area. So, let's say they hang on and ho- they win. Then they would host a sub-regional against the runner-up of Gunnersville's um area so let's say for instance Gunnersville and Scottsboro just a hypothetical play in the finals and Gunnersville wins then Gunnersville would play a sub-regional at home against Douglas's runner-up team which I think will probably be Boaz and then Scottsboro would go to Douglas so you got runners up you know matched up against area winners and then you got to win that to advance to JSU and then to the state yeah Awesome. Well, Greg, I appreciate you. Man, that was very helpful because I had no idea. Well, well, I hope. I hope it was more helpful than confusing. I might have actually been more confusing than I meant to be on that one. No. uh, Well, Greg. Looking forward to it. When we get together next week, uh, it'll be um, very close to area tournament time. I can give a recap on how the county county. tournament went and – We'll just kind of go from there. That sounds great. Greg, thank you so much for keeping us informed and all that you do for our show. Sure thing. I enjoy it, guys. Look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Talk to you later, Greg. All right. See you. The Buzzer Beater. That sound lets you know where you can find us when the show's over because due to popular belief, we don't live in the studio. (laughs) Only Steven. Steven lives here. I do. I live here. Uh, anyway, but you can find us in uh, the social media world. You can find us in Instagram. Instagram, at Varsity Radio Show. Facebook, at Varsity Radio Show. Twitter, at Varsity Radio, AE5. TikTok, at Varsity Radio Show. And podcasts, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Casts. We want to remind you about the wonderful burger of Char Burger. The Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteak, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings, and then B&B Video Game, the 80-style arcade in the back, video game retail store in the front. That's B&B Video Games. Hey, we cannot wait to have you back with us next week, 2.30 to 4.30, 88.5JFM. We are going to have DAR Fish Team here. We're going to have a professional fisherman, uh, Philip Dutra, Major League Fishing, will be co-hosting with me that day. It's going to be a great day, so plan on listening to us. We'll see you back next week. Same varsity time, same varsity place. See you there.